so welcome to day, welcome to part three of a heartful Thanksgiving. We're, go, we're going into uh, Thanksgiving as a command today. So you want to start us off in prayer there, Dan? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, Father God. Um, thank you for this time that we can gather uh, and surround your Word, and uh, I pray that um, yeah, just open up our hearts and our minds to receive your Word, and that. Um, yeah, that we could really uh, take something away from this, and that mm-hmm. uh, you continue to work in our lives. God, we pray uh, this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 And let's dive right on in. Philippians 1, 3 through 11. Take it away. I thank my God in, in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the, at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. Mm. God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with, with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and, and so be pure and blameless for the, for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Dan, you want to take Philippians 4, 1 through 9? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat Yodia uh, and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together, with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Tony, you want to take 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18? 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. Amen. Thanksgiving is, is a command. Mm-hmm. Do you find it curious when reading Philippians that Paul, while in prison and under the threat of death, commands us to rejoice? Not only does Paul, in, in his dire circumstances, tell us to rejoice, He says that feeling thankful is right. Now, hold on. Don't we feel that depression, negativity, pessimism, and straightforward acts of defiance 
are playing are playing responses of justice to an event such as imprisonment? I would ha- I would have to say I do. If if I was Paul and in prison, I would think the appropriate response to the situation would be despair, anger, and well-timed temper tantrum. <laughs> Yet Paul in Philippians 1, 3 to 11 spends his moments and days remembering the believers in Philippi, and instead of pitying pitying himself, he can't cannot stop thanking God, and he sa- and he says it's right for him to feel this way. As you read today, consider God's command to rejoice and be thankful. It's not a request as if God were pleading with you. He's commanding you to do it because it's right and he knows that if you obey, you will reap the ripe fruits of experiencing his presence and enjoying his peace and contentment. Also, as you read 1 Thessalonians 5.18, consider the audacity of God to sum up his will for your life through one word, thankfulness. Many of you reading today are asking, what is God's will for you? Lucky for you, God tells you, his will is for you to be thankful. He never promised you the job, education, spouse, marriage, kids, church, the city, or the circumstances of your dreams. All God asks is that in whatever situation, and wherever you find yourself, that you stay thankful. Not only is this command a benefit to you, but it keeps you centered on the per- on the person of Jesus. When we think upon God and all he is, there's no other right response than to be thankful. Psalms 106, verse 1. Amen. Amen. Any thoughts on that, Dan? Yeah, that is interesting how um, it says that like God's will for your life is for you to be thankful. I hadn't really thought of that before. Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like part of my purpose to be thankful. And yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense because when we're thankful, we acknowledge that um, we're getting, I mean, we have so much that we don't necessarily deserve. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, almost like an outburst of like praise to God. It's it's tied in with worship. So. I mean, I guess it's, it's easier to understand that, okay, worship is a part of God's purpose for me. But like... Yeah, it, it ties in well with, or it kind of parallels that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and to continue on your point, in Philippians 4, it taught, it's that one of the verses said, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. I guess, I guess it also, also th- the thankfulness and rejoicing also, uh, also, sh- also showcases Romans 12, right, which which is it's showcasing that we're not conformed to this world. The, the things that happen to us in this world don't affect our, how thankful we are for Christ's presence in our hearts. And I think, I think that, is, that is one of the most important things to do in our faith, mm-hmm. is to continue to, to continue to state our separation between the things of the world and the things of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good connection. I mean, Romans 12, yeah. Like if... If our if our minds are conformed to the world, then then I mean we'll complain, you know, and, and we'll see a lot of things negatively, just like the world. But if mm-hmm. but if we're looking to you know with an eternal perspective, um, with the hope and joy we have in Christ, then like you know we have every reason to be thankful. Absolutely. Anything to add there, Tom? No, I mean you guys hit it the nail on his head because. It's so important to really reflect on, like, the will of God for our lives is to be thankful. 
right? Like, I think a lot of times people do boil down, you know, um, oh, God's will is for me to live in Chicago or for me to do this. And it's like, no, but in all things, give thanks, right? Like, like if you're living in Chicago, give thanks, right? <laughs> you know, if you, if you, wherever, give thanks. So, I don't know. That's something very important. So. Yeah, a little bit of a, a little extra um, thing to that right now. If you're concerned about who's going to be elected president, that's being conformed to this world as well. If you're concerned about about what's going on with the the pandemic, well, I mean, be concerned. Be concerned in the back of your mind. But if you're if it's a if it's a chief thing for you to be concerned about the pandemic, then then where like you're watching the news every day, wondering what's going on, like obsessively, then mm-hmm. then. What do you really conform to? Right. So. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I like how both of you kind of address two different aspects of it. Like, you know, we can often think of, like, God's will. Well, what is God's will for my life? Is it to do this or do that? To accept a job here, you know, to Mm -hmm. move here and do this? Or we can think about it, like, um, in terms of, I guess, the election. Like... Is it God's will that this happens? That's totally out of my control. But, but really, what these passages are getting at is um, that, like, what is God's will for me? Like, like in terms of how do I respond to my situation, it's like things that are in our control. Like, even just, like, yeah, what's, what's my attitude? It doesn't even have to be really, like, doing anything. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like... You know, what is my perspective of my situation? Like, you know, submitting to God's will in that way. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us for this uh, this mini series. I hope what you take away from this is giving is regardless of what what period of life we're in, regardless what's happening in your life, to get to rejoice in the Lord and give thanks to Him because He is good, and that rejoicing. Uh, means means you are one of his so so let's let's bow our heads and pray dear dear jesus we just we just thank you for uh for this uh for this mini series giving us a new perspective on our thanksgiving how it's not just about about stuffing our bellies and watching thanksgiving day football what's actually an opportunity another opportunity to uh to give thanks to you lord jesus that you died on the cross for our sins, and that you rose again, and you're and you're in our hearts, ministering to us every moment of every day. And we pray that we would continue to walk in that in that rejoicing, not 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 have our emotions shaped by what's going on in the world, but continue to continue to walk in step with with what you're doing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Take care, guys.